Are you ready to live your best life, be stronger, and fall in love with yourself? It's possible, and it's inside you, but you need to unlock the power within. Welcome to Fearlessly Authentic with Jody Harrison Bauer. Jody used to be afraid to take risks. It took some stepping out of her comfort zone to get her there. Along with her guests and their stories, Jody will help you to live your best life ever. Now, here's your host, Jody Harrison Bauer. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Fearlessly Authentic. I'm your host, Jody Harrison Bauer, and I'm so happy to have you join me once again. We have 100 countries listening to us right now, which is very, very cool. And I really, really appreciate all the feedback that I get from each and every single one of you. So please remember to rate, review, subscribe. And, and stay in touch with me. I love hearing from you and what you want to hear from me. And if you are a first-time listener, this is the show where we educate, empower, entertain, which you're going to be very entertained today, I just have a feeling, and inspire you to live a fearlessly authentic life. Because we all reach those um, points in our life where we're like, we become fearful, we're scared, we don't know what to do, so we stop or we don't, and we don't do anything, or we, we retreat and we don't know what to do. What I want to do and help you every single week is to overcome that fear, face that fear, move on and live in your truth. And that's your authentic self. When we're vibrating at our highest frequency, we're living in our truth. And we, I think we all thrive to do that. I do. Um, but I am like the original, I am the OG scaredy cat. So um, I love learning from my guests and today's guest is going to bring so much wisdom to us about how to bring sizzle back into your marriage. And I have Keith Yaki on the show today. Welcome to Fearlessly Authentic. Oh, I'm so glad to be here, Jody. Thanks for having me. This should be fun. Yes, yes. So you have, I want to start from the beginning, um, but you have um, a coaching program yeah. where you help men. It's called Married game.com that's marriedgame.com where you help men improve their relationship with their wives this is specifically for married couples yeah it's for men and my tagline is i help uh, i help guys get their wives to want to have sex with them again i was going to read that because oh, okay, it's on your it. it's on it's on your instagram it's yeah. keith helps men win back their wives attraction so she will want to initiate sex again yes so how did this concept start? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my wife left me five and a half years ago. And um, I'm she, sorry. Yeah. Well, I got her back. <laughs> You're going to tell us how. And, yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, I just my wife had lost her attraction for me. And the simple she said, dude, you, you run your business. Uh, you come home and talk about your business and you fall asleep on the couch. And that's not what we signed up for. And you don't seem to want to change. So she packed up the uh, U-Haul. Uh, we actually, no, we were about ready to move into our dream house. And she let me know, I'm going to help you move in, but I'm not going to stay. So we all moved in and then she put her stuff in a U-Haul and drove off. So it was, wow. it was radically devastating for me, but it's actually what turned the light bulb on for me and realized, oh my God, I'm 95% the problem. How did, okay, so this happens a lot in marriages, right? Unfortunately, yeah, which is why you're- guys. Right, so 
what, why did you feel that it was mostly your fault? Did you, I mean, with, obviously she was blaming you a lot, but did you feel like it was really 85% of your fault? Why? 95%, 95% of your fault. 85% of guys are either not happy with the quantity or quality of the sex that they're getting in their relationship. And I, okay. It was like a light bulb went on. So imagine yourself in a dark room and you're walking around and you feel those clothes all over the floor. And you're like, somebody needs to pick up this dirty laundry. And then the light goes on you look down and you're like, Oh my God, all this stuff is mine. It's my freaking <laughs> laundry. Yes. yes. And, and so the light bulb went on at the light went on. I was like, Oh dude, I'm horrible. And I, and I, and, and it was at that point, I'm like, I just pushed off the greatest woman I know now attracting women into my life. I had already attracted and, and, and had been intimate with a couple of hundred women by the time I met my wife, my wife. So I was like, I, I know how to get them excited, busy guy, but to get them to stay right. and to be radically attracted to you. That was my problem. And so after, um, after five years of being together, she's like, I'm, I'm done. This isn't going where I wanted to go. And she, I mean, she was really clear. She goes, dude, you're a horrible parent. You're like, mm. she's like, I don't even want to have another kid with you. You're a horrible partner. I feel super alone in this relationship because I was chasing money, even though we had a, yep. a lot, I was building my thing. And uh, she literally told me sitting in this brand new, amazing, gorgeous home in Vegas that anybody would walk in and be like, damn, this is nice. She's like, I don't care about this. I don't care about the cars. I don't, I don't care about any of that. I wanted you. I wanted uh, true a true relationship. And I just feel like you, you neglect me. You, you don't even care about me. So why am I going to submit myself? And my wife's an extremely attractive lady knowing she didn't have to just be some in some guy's shadow. And she kind of lost herself in my shadow. And she's like, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. And, and I would tell her after she left, I said, I'm so proud of you for standing up for what you want and for who you are and not just staying in my shadow and and just losing yourself and me. So I was genuinely very proud of her, even though I was deeply, deeply saddened. But you didn't know that that was really happening while it was happening. She had to call it, you out on it. It felt like I was blindsided. And she goes, Keith, I tried to tell you for a year or two, I'm not happy. I, I want this. Why don't, why don't we ever do this? And, and once she left and I look back, I realized, oh my gosh, she, she did try to tell me. And, and actually most women plan for a year or two before they're about ready to leave. They're kind of like looking at the exit door, wondering how they're going to, how they're going to do what they're going to do. So it's become very clear to me now, five years later and having coached hundreds of dudes and, and, and built our own program of how to get it back. Um, I realized that the punchline was attraction. She was just no longer. And it was, I mean, I was still as handsome as I am today, but it was not that it was, Attraction means, are you leaning in or are you pushing away? She was no longer leaning in saying, I want to be up in your world. She's like, I want to get the hell out of here. I went through the exact same thing. So I totally can relate to what your wife was talking about. Had everything a person could want, right? But had a husband that worked all the time. And I said, quit your job. He had his own business. Go work at McDonald's. I don't care about the money. I just want you to spend time with me and with our daughters. Cause you, you know, shitty husband, shitty father, like not a bad father. I mean, you know what I'm saying, but just not around and neglecting us. 
and I ended up leaving. And, you know, his ego was too big, not bashing on him, but, you know, not to have the wherewithal to look within and say, hey, listen, maybe you're right. Maybe I was chasing the money when what, you know, I, I'm not paying enough attention to you um, yeah. because and we do we we lose our heart on for our men when they're not paying enough attention to us. And it's not it's not like we need a lot of attention. We just need a little bit, just a little bit. Yeah. And yeah, yeah well, you're not attracted to them anymore. Well, that was the interesting thing. I'm like, you know, I'm building this online business. I've got all these clients and they think I hung the moon. But the truth of the matter is the people that know me the best. And my wife basically said it, dude, my life would be better without you in it. Ooh, okay. Wow. Wow. That's the, that's the truest shit anybody's ever said. So here she's being totally honest with me. And that's when I had to really reflect and go, all right, man, you, you know, what's out there. You, you've been, you've been with a lot. You, right. you, you're a seasoned veteran at this. You done did messed up big boy. And, and you need to, you need to fix it. So I immediately hired three coaches. How do I get her back? And I learned how to get her back. And the whole coaching thing, you asked, how did I get into that? It was kind of by accident. If I'm being hundred percent honest, uh, all my friends, not all of them, but the majority of my friends are all business owners. And so anytime, and they have pretty large companies with hundreds of employees and anytime their friends or their employees would be like, uh, the guys would be like, oh, my, uh, my employee, such as his wife left, just got served divorce papers. They'd always send them to me. Really? Keith, Keith went through that. So I kind of developed a little system on how to get him back. And I was having great success privately doing this. And then I just got, I got to the point where a lot of married men were starting to reach out and like, cause they could see my relationship with my wife. And they're like, this is different, man. You guys, you guys genuinely seem like you have a really good time together. She's into you. She's kind of all over you. Um, and you guys have been together how long? I'm like a long time. They're like, how are you doing this? Yeah. So how did you, so how did, so were the coaches, the ones that helped you with this, like got you back into it? How did you win her back? Tell me. So, well, here, the, the goal of getting somebody who's no longer attracted to you back, there, there's only two outcomes that are, that a guy really wants the, he either wants her back or he doesn't want her anymore because nobody wants to lay in the thing like, Oh my gosh, I want her. And then just be stuck forever. That's, that's no place for anybody to be. You're right? absolutely right. Yep. So I actually realized I had to get to the point of, I don't want her anymore to actually get her back. And I had to realize, yeah. I, that, and that's, I got to that point. I'm like, wow. I got to the point where I'm like, it's settled. I've got to do this for me. I've got to become the most attractive version of me for me, because if she doesn't come back, I'm not going to sit around waiting. I've got to move on with my life. And so I realized there was only one play. I either move on and I get her back or I move on and don't want her anymore. I'm like, well, that's only one play and that's move on and become the best version of me. And when somebody, the psychology of it's crazy, everybody wants what they can't have. Right. And so I moved on with my life. I did not expect to get her back. I, at this point, I had, I had three coaches. I did what they said frankly, I didn't believe that any of them had actually been through what I've been through. I believed the psychology and the strategy. I was smart enough to go, oh yeah, that, that psychology makes sense. But I never really believed that they went through it, went through it. And so when I did get her back, 
and it, it took a while. But when I did get her back, she was still, she was back at the house. She hadn't even unpacked everything yet. So I was still kind of nervous. Right. And we were laying in bed. We hadn't had sex for six weeks. How long had you back. been apart? Five months, maybe. Oh, wow. Okay. Which felt like an eternity. Maybe yeah. it was four months. It felt like seven years, of yeah, course. Yeah, of course. But here's the craziest story. I'm laying in bed with her and, and I'm feeling it. Even though I got her back, I'm still feeling that about as low as I could get because it wasn't like, I'm back and I love you. And oh my gosh, we're doing this forever. She was like, okay, I'm back. And I, I don't get- really, I don't really trust you're going to be the person you say you're going to be. That's exactly right. That's right. exactly right, Jody. Because here's the thing. They, they don't want to go back to the old relationship. No, my ex-husband and I got back together for three days. Yeah. And if you're going, oh, this is the old thing. They don't want it. They're like, no, I want a new relationship with the new you. So right. a woman should and would and could test hey, is this the new you or did you just read something on page 43 to try and get me back? Right. So she's testing. We're six weeks into this. We hadn't had sex. There wasn't a ton of vibes, but we were back and we had a daughter. So we wanted to try and do the thing. We we had another coach to try and get our intimacy back. And we were going through some questions and it was it was awkward. (laughs) Yeah, I bet you I bet she had a big, fat, thick wall in front of her. Big, fat, thick wall. And uh, she touches my foot in bed one night accidentally. And I start bawling. And in that very moment, I felt my creator speak to me. Not audible, but in my heart. And it, and it, he, she, whoever this creator is, this source of breath and life and thing Mm -hmm. that all makes us move. Yeah. (sighs) Said very simply, I'm going to help you help you are going to help millions solve this exact same problem and and i was like uh i think you have the wrong house like genuinely my heart was like this is this isn't i i if you can see everything i think you can see the situation she's not really that in to me right wow so that was kind of the start of where this seed was planted that i might be used to help people this is right when she came back six weeks after she came back but I didn't know to what extent. Uh, I had no idea how my life would unfold, why I started. Uh, I, I ended up meeting a guy at a yacht party that one of my partners and I throw every single year. He came down. He lived at the beach, uh, on the beach where I ended up growing up surfing. We, he and I hit it off really, really well. I ended up moving down to the same beach because of something that was in my heart. We started surfing. Next thing you know, he's like, dude, you have a framework and an understanding of how this works better than anybody I've ever met. He goes, I have a group of 75,000 guys that I've been teaching and training. He goes, you've got to share this. We've got to share this with these guys. And so I went and started sharing it with them. And all these men just came rushing in, help me fix this, help me fix this. And that's kind of where it was born and how it was birthed. And my creator has been guiding me along the way and i'm just here for the ride and i will share what i know uh and is and i love that you're fearlessly authentic and can i tell you why this why i i really love the naming this this show thank you yes please do because the highest attraction vibration in the world is authenticity it's been studied it's been proven and i said i'm just gonna be me I'm going to tell people what I believe I'm going to say. And it's, it's kind of harsh truth because I'm telling guys, you're the problem Mm -hmm. and you needing validation from your wife and you acting like a little 
puppy dog and, and hoping that she'll give you a cookie or the nookie or a gold star. And, and you're doing all these chores to try and get something rather than say, no, damn it. I'm going to be the best version of me for me. And if she likes it, great. If she doesn't, hey, that's okay. Cause somebody will like me, but I want to be liked and loved for who I am, not for what I'm pretending to be to other people. So I love this, the name of the show so much. And thank you. You live it. So it's, I, it's pretty clear. Thank you. I completely agree with you regarding, you know, because I was married, I'm married again. Um, I dated like crazy for almost, I've been divorced for 20 years and remarried for three. And in that time, I, I dated like crazy, you know, because I got married at 25. So I was making up for lost time. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't think I had as many lovers as you did, but I, you know, I definitely had to figure out who the heck I was because this time around, I was going to live in my truth. I wasn't going to be in the shadow of anybody. I was going to own it. And I think, so I love that you talk to men because so many, there are women out there that talk to men yeah. and there are men out there that talk to women, but for a man to go through this and say to guys, Hey, wake up, yeah. wake up wake up. No, you don't need to do, you don't need to be like that little puppy all around the house. And I heard that in your testimonials too, on your website that I was like, wow, that what Keith is really teaching these men is to love themselves, to yeah. stand in their truth, to be fearlessly authentic. And if that works for their spouse, their wife, then great. And if it doesn't, then maybe it's time to move on, but it sounds like everything you're teaching them is working for them. Again, like anything, learning something new, staying disciplined, committed, it sounds like, you know, they're, they're being held accountable, but, and to have like a guy's guy, cause you are a guy's guy and, you know, life of the party, um, talking to them and, and not some around this pussy footing around the concept, the talks, it's like, this is what you need to do. So like, yeah. what are some of the things, what's like the most um, frequently asked or frequently the freak, most frequent problem that men come to you with? Okay. So um, it, we, we only have a short amount of time, right? Uh, we have, we have eight minutes till the break. Okay. Till the, oh, so it's, it's just a break and then we get to keep going. Yes. Oh, girl. Yes. I thought, I thought we no, had, no, no. This good. is like, this is um an, an hour show. Oh, hallelujah. Okay. Yes, I'm yes, like, yes. Stuff to cover. I lady. know, I know, okay. I know. All right, all right, we all have right. time. All right. I thought I was gonna have to chop and. No, but I'm little. good at this. I'm good at this. We right. we we got time. Okay, perfect. So a lot of the guys that come through my program and and watch the modules and, and get dive into the coaching, like, dude, I realize that a lot of the stuff. Oh, and by the way, can I curse or not curse? Is this yes. clean? You can okay. curse. All right. So um, <clears throat> I want to be respectful of your show, but thank I, you. I, I appreciate that. A so a lot of the guys, they'll come in like, dude, this is exactly what my wife's been trying to tell me. And I go, you know why you didn't hear it and why you hear it now? They're like, why? I said, because I have muscles, tattoos, and a penis between my legs, mm -hmm. meaning I speak your language. And right. I had to learn this. And I, I understood attraction very, very well, having uh, been with a lot of women. I understood what it meant. I had lost it with mine because hand raised. Stop for a second. Can you just explain what attraction is? Yeah, it's it like means somebody's leaning into you and moving towards you as opposed to leaning away and walking away from you. Which is what your wife was doing. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, lean in. 
it, it, it's it's to be it's like a magnet attracts it pulls in and you know it's why it's why women love leader uh leaders of, of men men who would lead other men because men are hanging on their word and listening and people are leaning it leaning That's in they're being pulled in so what i tell guys is and, and back to your point very simply dude if you becoming the most attractive version of you like truly like you're living fearlessly authentic you like who you are you love who you are you trust who you are if your wife doesn't like you at your best, why in the world would you ever let her ride shotgun in your life? Right. No, no, don't, no. So there'll be times where Jess would be like, uh, I don't like this, I like this. I go, I like it. I, I, I like, I like that. Now, if I'm doing something that's offensive to you, that's one thing I'd like to know that. But I, I like this. I like doing what I like to do. I like THC edibles. I like communing with my creator. My wife doesn't like edibles because she likes vodka and she, I, really I like tequila. Yeah. And she, yeah, exactly. And she goes, and she's not real sure about the creator, but she goes, you know what? You're better because of that. You're a mm. better man. I know you before this and I know you after you're a better man because of that. So I, re while I, I don't really like to do that, I respect you for that. And so right. this is what it means to be truly authentic, to be like, I like this. This is what I like. This is who I am. And this is what turns me on. This is what gets, gets my, you know, uh, shaft cranked. My, I don't know what I'm trying to say. You, my crank. Your, 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 juices, your juice is flowing. Yeah. Your this juice is, is flowing. My, my yeah. zest for life is for this. If you don't like that, then I don't want you to feel trapped in that. And I don't want to feel trapped. And I don't want to be constantly judged for being who I am. Because there's a lot of people that would appreciate and do appreciate who I am. Most guys do not have an abundant mentality like that. So a lot of guys, what happens, the reason why uh, we talk so much about sex is because it's, it's the fruit. Uh, you have to have a good root. You have to have a good intimate connective relationship to have the fruit of sex, good sex. Now when I'm talking just checklist oh, I, sex. No, there has to be fun. There needs, and we're, we're going to talk about the date night, but there has to be fun. There has to be, I like to call it the dancing through the day, the flirting, the leaving mm -hmm. a message. You know, it doesn't have to be a gift. It doesn't have to cost money. It just needs to cost you time and attention where, as you said, you're leaning in, you're letting that person, like letting them know you're thinking about them. Yeah. That's, that's what turns women on. Is he hearing me? I know he's hearing me. Is he listening to me too? You know, yeah. um, it's, it's very simple, but it is yeah. a different language for men, right? Well, anything that's easy to do is also easy not to do. Mm -hmm. So what I've noticed the biggest problem, and then we can talk about what's the biggest question I get and how to answer it and, and what have you. Um, it's pretty obvious to guys if they're getting sex or not getting sex. That is a telltale thing that a guy is very tuned into. So what typically happens is because a guy provides and he protects and he produces, he feels entitled to get what he believes the woman brings to the table, which a lot of guys think that the women just bring the sex and the cooking and the cleaning, which is horrible. And I, it's not true. Completely but agree. they get entitled. And when anybody's entitled to something, they become apathetic. And apathy is a lady boner killer. 
And so what happens, they become truly apathetic and that starts to chip away at the attraction. And that's when the ladies find like, I'm not attracted to you. I don't care how much money you make. I don't give a shit what's in the driveway or in the garage or in both. You're not, I don't like being around you. I don't feel better about myself when I'm around you. In fact, I feel worse about myself when I'm around you. And so they, they're like, they're looking for ways out. Right. And that's I think the big thing. And I think so many men think it's because, well, maybe I need to lose weight. Maybe I need to, you know, look a little bit different, but it's never about the physicalness. It's about this connection up yeah. here. Do you agree? Yeah. It's never about the physical entirely. Right. I mean, we have to be physically, we have to look at that human and say, oh, I would like to be intimate with that person. Yeah. But, it, but I think so much of it is the mindset. A hundred percent. I always ask guys because they, they try the logical things. I call them pseudo solutions. How many minutes do we have? I don't want to get cut off in the middle of this one. Um, we have, you know what? Let's stop here. Let's take a break here and okay. then elaborate after the break. So we'll be right back with Keith Yaki. Hang in there. We'll be right back. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. You have the power to be stronger, live fearlessly, and enjoy the benefits of a great life. Listen for Fearlessly Authentic with host Jody Harrison Bauer. Jody has proven at an age when many start to slow down that she is just getting started. With two grown daughters, a successful business that she started at 50, a finalist in the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue, and a two-time world bikini champion, she's ready to take you to the next level in your life. Fearlessly Authentic airs Thursdays at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Fearlessly Authentic with Jody Harrison Bauer. We'd love to hear from you with any questions or comments you may have. Send an email to info at jodyharrisonbauer.com. That's info at jodyharrisonbauer.com. Now, back to Fearlessly Authentic. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Fearlessly Authentic. I am with my wonderful guest, Keith Yaki, who is going to he teaches men how to put the sizzle sex life with your wife. Did I say that right? Sizzling, how to have a sizzling sex life with your wife. And wait, I love this. He helps men win back their wife's attraction. So she will want to initiate sex again. This is a great conversation. I haven't had this conversation with anybody. So let's go. Where did nice. we leave off? Nice. I, well, we were talking about how guys become apathetic and then they start doing these things called the pseudo solutions you know uh i you know happy wife happy life so agree more or buy her gifts or do more chores around the house or or, or be meek and mild around her and all that it's not that those are the wrong actions it's just they're done with the wrong attitudes they're done with the attitude of if i do this what do i get for it i love that Say that one more time. That's great. Which part? <laughs> if this, I do this, 
Oh yeah. If they, 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 it's, they, it's not that the actions are wrong. It's the attitude wrong. They're saying, if I do this, what do I get in return? As opposed to, you know, I take out the trash and why I scoop poop on the side. And the reason why I show up when I say I'm going to show up. And the reason why I like buying my wife's gifts, because I'm a good dude. I'm not expecting anything in return, except I'm a good dude. I love that. That's what good dudes do. Yes. Yes. And I'm not, I'm not like, Hey, I took out the trash and like bang it on the door as I'm heading out. So she notices, I don't care if my wife ever notices I take out the trash because guess what? The trash is taken out. And if it's not, she does notice because she goes, because that's what Keith agreed to do. And Keith does what he says every single time without fail, because that way, when you do everything you say, when you say you're going to do it, your wife then can believe and trust you. And so when the trust goes up, the lust goes up. My wife knows every time I say I'm going to do something without fail, I do it. When the trust goes up, the lust goes up. Yeah. That's another great line. You're damn right it is. Wow. And so is that how your relationship began to blossom? Would you say is that you started doing the things that you said you were going to do? Would, would you say that was the biggest problem? Yeah, 100%. Okay. It's the biggest I'm going to go even farther than that, Jody. The biggest problem with human beings right now and always for all eternity is they don't do what they say they're going to do when they say they're going to do it without compromise. The only way to truly gain power, and this was a new concept for me that I learned in the last year because um, I did a program that I said I was going to do a certain amount of things every single day for 75 days. Mm-hmm. And I did it. Oh, the 75 and, hard? Yes, I did that. And about halfway through, I knew I was going to do this. It was the second time I did it, but this time I did it for me, not for the social media, not for anything. I did it for me. I said, I want to prove to myself that I'm the dude that I believe I can be in my head. And I remember about halfway through, I finally was able to look in the mirror and say, I love you. I trust you. And I believe in you. Wow. It's because I kept my word. The only way to grow in personal power and personal power is extremely attractive. Yes. The only way to grow in personal power is by doing what you say every single time you say you're going to do it. And when you don't do it, imagine a balloon. Attraction is the exact same way. Power and attraction don't just and go away unless you cheat or you're, if you're in power, you, you're taken over by a, a, a foreign army. Right. It is the slowest leak that's imperceptible to the human eye. You can't see it over a 24-hour period of time. So when people, what's easy to do is also easy not to do. When people go, yeah, 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 I'll do that. And then they forget. They go, oh, it's, it's just one time. It's no big deal. Or when they go, yeah, I'm going to be, hey, I will be at that time or at that place at that certain time. And they're always late. They go, it's not a big deal. It's seven minutes. It's like, it's seven minutes for the last seven days, which it's means your, you've it's your, your word. It's, it's your, your word. word. It's integrity. It's, yes. and as you or whoever it is, whether it's the man or the woman keeping their word in this particular case, we're talking about the man. And every single time you do something for your wife or do something that you said you were going to do, you're right. She starts trusting you more and that starts building the confidence that you, that you both have in each other. Like, oh, 
she's trusting me. And for me, like that's the hugest, is that a word? The hugest aphrodisiac is knowing that that, that person you're married to, your lover, your best friend, you have that person's becoming your best friend because now you can lean on him. You can yeah. trust him. He's going to take care of you when you need him to. That's exactly right. Yeah. Exactly right. And it's very sexy. It's, dude, when, when my wife goes, you're so sexy, it's not like, oh, you think so? I go, you're damn right I am. I love I know that. It. I don't, I don't, I'm not wondering if I know I am because I keep my word. Yes. But what I've developed was a, 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 a five dial system that any guy can follow to become what we call the provocateur. Okay. The provocateur is the man that provokes his woman to lust after him. Okay, let's hear it. What are the five? A, a wife wants to sit back in, the, in a room and watch her husband do his thing or whatever and just go, I'm so lucky. I'm so blessed to be with that guy. I love that guy and all of you love him, but you don't even know him as well as that. I am. I love him. I'm proud of him. And I love when he makes love to me. That's what a wife wants to say. No wife said, I can't wait to grow up, marry the love of my life only to fall out of attraction with him and end in a divorce. Right. Said no woman ever. A woman ever. Right. Okay. So the five dials, this is the, this is the prescription. And if you follow this prescription, you will get the same result every time, which is you becoming the most attractive version of you. And it's very simple. The first dial is the parenting dial. If you don't have kids, then don't listen to this next four minutes. But if you do, which most of us, most guys do, mm -hmm. your woman loves those kids more than she loves you. And she always will. How do I know this? Because moms don't divorce kids. Moms right. divorce dads obvious when you aren't spending time with these children and loving them and nurturing them and raising them and leading them in a way that's productive she's like dude i spent nine months cooking that thing in this oven and i know for the next 18 to 73 years i'm going to be worried about this child surviving and thriving so true so true yeah so when a man steps in is like hey I'm going to play with these kids and be with these kids and teach these kids and all this. The wife goes, yeah, my panties are wet. That's good work, sir. Totally. Totally. Yeah. There's nothing, again, nothing sexier. I agree 100%. Nothing sexier than watching your husband play with your children with, yeah. you know. And children. not do it out of obligation, but do right. it out of joy. So I always talk to guys and say, when I teach you these dials, these might be some new actions and habits and attitudes that you need. So your puppy. Yeah, she, she couldn't <laughs> jump over my leg onto the chair. Um, so it, the, the, this is new for you, but I'm teaching you the process of how to become the most attractive version of you. It's one thing. I can't teach you by words how to curl a 50-pound dumbbell. You either have the muscle to curl it or you can't. When some guy's like, I want my wife to just radically be into me. I'm like, yeah, but you aren't that great of a dude. You aren't a provocateur. You, you, you might, there's no three words to get her panties wet and to make sure her say, take me to the bedroom, but you can, she can look at you and she can watch your life. And then that would be way more sexy to her. 
And so guys are like, I need the words. You're like, dude, your words don't match your life and your actions. So if you even tried the words I use, if you tried the shit I tried, your wife would be like, where did you learn that? That's right. It wouldn't make any sense. It wouldn't be coming. It wouldn't be authentic. Exactly. So um, I was, I was not that great of a parent. In fact, uh, my do- my wife said, dude, you're such a bad dad. I don't even want to have another kid with you. That's how bad I was. And she didn't want to leave my daughter with me for an hour or two hours to go out on girls night. Now she leaves her for the whole weekend. She's like, peace. We're like, well, bye. We're going to have a lot of fun. And my, my daughter's like, dude, okay. She goes, dad, let's write the playlist. So we pull out her iPad and we write the whole playlist. What are we doing Saturday? What are we doing Sunday? And we have a ball. That's so great. It's the best. But it's also why my wife's like, I trust him. I love him, dude. My daughter loves this man. I love this man. This, this dude's showing up in our life and we're important to him. All right. That leads us to the second dial. Second dial is the partnering dial. And that is that best friend dial where you're not just listening to your wife say, tell me about your day. And you're clicking off the time in your head going, okay, well, that was seven minutes. I'll probably get laid tonight if I listen nine. That's some bullshit. I know. But I mean, like, tell me about your day. Tell me, I want to know, like, if you, it, I, I, I like hanging out. I love hanging out with my wife. She is the most fun, amazing, rocking human being in the world. I just love hanging out with her. So good. But she was like, dude, I'm, a, I'm alone in this marriage. Back when, right before she left me, she's like, I'm so alone. And that's where I was like, you know what? We need to change that. The partner just means that, you know, you're, you're, you're good partners. Like you, you, you're there for each other. You're concerned about each other. I, I share the silly analogy of um, <laughs> my wife loves karaoke. She's actually a really good singer. Um, give her two shots and she's the best singer that's walked the face of the planet. And two shot Jesse is my favorite human on planet earth. No shot Jesse is still my favorite human, but two shot right. Jesse. Right. right next level awesome so we have a we have a really cool house and and we like to party and we like to do karaoke towards the end of the evening but she had this little janky machine and it would kind of always not work and it would work and wouldn't work i said this is some bullshit Mm -mm. i'm going to guitar center which i did and i bought speakers speakers the mics the mic stands the mixing board i'm like we if we're doing karaoke we're going to the best damn karaoke ever and so I bought that for, cause I don't look at anything like a sacrifice. I look at everything as an investment. And, and also like you want to do it. Like you, you up in your heart, in your gut, like you want to do this cause you dig her. And now you know that it's a mutual thing. And when you're into her and she's into you, that every, the universe benefits, everybody around you benefits. Exactly. And the return on joy is insanity. It you is. Know, every investment should have a return. And every, most guys are looking for a return where they make no investment. And that's, that's a sad thing. And so, okay. So what's number three? Number three is the, uh, the producer dial. So you gotta be a good parent. You gotta be a good partner. You gotta be a good producer. You don't have to be a millionaire and making millions of dollars, but you do have to be driven to go somewhere. You do have to Nobody likes a train to nowhere. Nobody goes to the train station, hops on a train and says, I hope this train stays here. No, we want to go somewhere. And women specifically, I believe in their DNA, DNA are like, I want to go to cool places. I want, to, I want upward mobility in life. I don't want to just stay status quo. We were built to expand. We were created to create. And so it's very attractive 
for women to see a man that's on the move doing something that's missional that's because a lot of times guys turn their wives into their mission Mm. and no wife wants to be a mission wife wants to be supporting a man that's on a mission because if she's the mission she's like dude really that's it i'm your mission like how small thinking don't you have anything good to go do? right and then you feel responsible for driving the train yeah and that that puts all the responsibility in you and you're like wait yeah. a minute i need you to drive the train like i can be there going choo, choo, let's go let's go yeah. but like i don't want to be driving the train because i i I think I speak for most women is a woman wants to feel like a girl. Like we like being girls. If you're a girl and you like being a girl, whether you're my age or you're 20 something, we're still girls. Yeah. And, you know, we want to do girly things and have fun and laugh. And well, that's the fourth dial. Okay. That's the player dial. Okay. And the player dial is, as the word says, you got to be able to play because the greatest American poet, Cindy Lauper, said <laughs> it best. Girls just want to have fun. Yeah. And so a lot of guys have forgotten this. They've kind of got broomstick broke off in the ass syndrome yeah. or they're just walking around. Everything's so dang serious. And it's like, it's rigid. It's rigid. Yeah. But if you want ladies around you, or specifically if you want your wife to unleash her flirty, sexy, feisty, scratch your back and moan and have her eyes roll back on her head side, you got to slap her on the ass (laughs) and have some fun. Yeah. Have some fun. And so, what happens for this is where it normally breaks down. I've got teachings that dive into all of these when guys come into my program. So, I'm giving Mm -hmm. you kind of the cliff notes. No, I like uh, that. People understand where they're like, oh, shit, I'm not that, that. It's these last two dials the the, the player dial and the power dial that most guys really mess up. Mm. And they're the biggest ones. So, when earlier you said, what's the biggest question I get? It's around these two, or the answer to how to fix it is usually around these two. So, uh, but if you don't have the other ones in play, you never get even, nobody cares about dial four and five. So if you don't have the good parent, you don't have the attraction, you don't have the producer, it's hard to have fun. Yeah. And then what's the fifth? Well, we're going to get to that. I want to explain the fourth dial real quick, but Jody, you're, 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 you're right there. Here's what it is. Most guys haven't taken their wife on a date in a very long time. Yeah outside of the house out doing anything other than the stuff they've been doing in the nest which is sippy cups and cheerio in the hair and 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 diapers and dishes and all the other stuff right take her out when you first like when you first met her put a little effort in and i always like to i like to use an analogy and, and i simply say this all right imagine you're single right now and the hot girl from high school we all knew who she was for me it was kristen bennett the cheerleader so sat next to me in ninth grade in algebra she was so gorgeous <laughs> and never gave me the time of day horrible but if she shows up and i'm single and she shows up in my dms and like whoa keith life looks pretty good let's hang out i'm like okay cool let's do it how would i show up for that date first of all i'm like i want to get laid you know what I mean? i've always wanted <laughs> i always wanted that but <laughs> Most guys, when they're going on dates, they, they smell good. They dress good. They had a plan. They put some effort into what they're doing. Husbands, they get entitled, apathetic, and they just sit back and like, dude, what, what are we doing? And, 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 yes. and the woman's like, take me out. Let's go dancing. 
And so guys, I, 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 uh, I famously talk about how when Jesse and I go out on dates, oftentimes she'll be like, dude, pull me over behind that dive bar and do me in the back of the truck. You know what yes. I mean? Yeah, yeah right. I love that. It's because why? We're out having fun. So the, the, the new standard should be, well, how would you show up if you were trying to get laid on a first date with some new girl? Well, why don't you do that with your wife consistently and watch what happens? Because she wants to, girls want to like, girls want to unleash they want to have fun they want to feel sexy i mean i see them all the time when i go out and i see these girls and they're just kind of like looking for attention and not like in a bad way it's just like they're they they go out they're like moving their hips and moving their arms they want to they want to have fun they because we all are so serious so often and then to have a spouse that you don't have any fun with really sucks the life out of you yeah yeah now so that's, that's a big one. The, most guys forget that they're a player. You are a player. That's why I called it married game. You still have, it's still a game. Mm, I like that. Games are meant to have fun. This isn't a, this isn't necessarily a sport where we're trying to win something. We're playing a game because we like how much fun it is to play. I think that's a great, great point. Thank you. It's a married game and it should be fun. Yeah. It's a game my, that we like to play and it's fun. Yeah. One of my best friends like Keith, dude, you were helping marriages put joy back into the relationship. I'm like, that's exactly right. Yes. All right. You ready for that fifth dial? I am. Okay. The fifth dial is the power dial. Okay. And this is where, this is, this is actually the most important one. When, it, when it's all said and done, if a man no longer has his power and he's seeking validation from his wife, she will shut down and be radically unattracted to him. Because if he's like, do you like me? Do you like me? Do you like me? I'm okay, right? And she's like, oh my God. Oh my God. This is why like when guys are like, uh, why aren't you attracted to me? Why don't you want to have sex with me? She's like, because you're asking me that stupid question right there. Right. A woman wants a man who just gets it. And very few men get it. And that's why I have a business teaching men who get it. Why don't they get it? Because they don't speak the same language. Right. That's really that simple. Yeah. Because they think everything is logical when the game is not, we're not fighting a logical battle. We're fighting a psychological battle. It's the brain. It is. It's where the attraction and I call the brain, the biggest sexual organ on any human. It's the brain. You know, because when you're having sex, the thing is, it's not just about the physical part. It's, it's what's in your brain. It's, it goes back to all those things that in your relationship that you're having with that person, like, does he do wonderful things for me without asking? Does he do what he says he's going to do? Because the trust is so important. Yeah. And I don't, it, I am so glad that you talked about that because I don't think men understand that. Like you said, they're like, oh yeah, yeah. I'm just seven minutes late. Oh, it doesn't make a difference. Oh yeah. I said I was going to take out the trash, but yeah, I forgot it this week, but I'll do it next week. And you're like, no, you like, never do it. So like, yeah, that's gotta, that's gotta be very hard. So they have no power right. because a woman has no respect for a man with no power and a man has no power that doesn't do what he says. And so we ask guys, we have, there's four questions we ask at the end of each day. And that is, did I do my personal development for me or for her? And if she doesn't notice, do I get butthurt? Oh, 
I don't do my personal development for my wife. I do it for me because I want to develop into the greatest man I can possibly be on this earth. Not for her, for me. She gets the benefit. What a lucky woman she gets to be with a man that cares so much about his personal development that he will put himself under tension and under stress and struggle to grow, to have muscles, to look good, that, that cares about his appearance, that cares about his lot in life, that he has resources, he has abundance. What a lucky son of a gun. Any lady gets to be with that guy. Second question. Do you think you agree? I do. Okay. Second question. And is, I think it's so much of it goes back to confidence again. Yeah. But, but you build that confidence by doing the things you say you're going to do. Exactly. Simple. And then you yeah. become confident. Yeah. Exactly. And, and so if somebody goes, Keith, I don't like you. I'm like, that's not my problem. And, right. like, and it's not like a, I don't give a fuck. It's like, no, I generally it's, it's not my problem. Right. Second question we have guys ask, and that is, um, do you edit or audit your shine for fear of upsetting her? Mm. Do you edit who you are? Do you audit who you are? Because if she knew the real you, she wouldn't accept you. And so many guys are getting just crumbs of kind of, I call it the crumbs of pussy thrown at them. Cause most women are, they're just having sex. Oftentimes is like, I know he's my husband, so I should probably give it to him. You know, he's a guy, but they're just laying there like, you know, get it over with, do it, you know, hurry up. And, um, and guys, guys are so afraid that even that will go away that they're afraid to actually stand in their own power. So they audit and edit. I'll give you a very good example. Um, I believe deeply in a creator. My wife isn't sure. I don't have to convince her and I could care less what she thinks. I believe in a creator. I meet with my creator every single Sunday night for three hours alone in this office on edibles, highest balls, and I connect with my creator. And she, I don't care if she believes that somebody's talking to me or not. It doesn't even matter to me. It's not, it's not, it's, I, I didn't run it by here. I don't care. It's, this is for me. But she also respects that. Yeah. Cause that, she's, a, she's a rad woman. Right. She respects that you do that. And there might be things that she does that you're like, yeah, that's not for me, but you go ahead and do it. And I think that's obviously very, very important to a relationship. There's gotta be that mutual respect. Yeah. And I've been doing it for 33 months and I've never missed a meeting. Wow. And you can't talk me out of that. I don't care if the, if Donald Trump said, Hey, I want you to come over. I want to talk to you about strategy. I've said, well, if it's from Sunday from six to 9 PM, I'm busy. Somebody a lot more important than you. Wow. That's impressive. And I haven't missed. So if she goes, can you just move it? No. Any other time of the day, any other day you want? Yeah. The answer is yes. I'll be with you now. No. So how, how long have you and your wife been back together with this? Five years. Five years. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, I mean, I, I hope that everybody who's listening right now shares this with somebody who needs it. Because I think that even the best relationships in the world could always use like a brush up course. Don't you think? Oh, can I give you my little uh, clever saying that I think you'll like? Yes. Okay. Most people are in the pit. Not everybody, but a lot of guys are in the pit and I'm on the peak. And then there's a path to getting there. And so if you're not in the pit and the way to know if you're in the pit is if, if she doesn't initiate sex, mm-hmm. if she doesn't enthusiastically participate in sex, or she's more into the spreadsheets than she is the bed sheets, <laughs> you're in the pit. Okay. But if you're on the path 
but you want to get to the peak where you have joy and intimacy and connection flowing, then these five dials will get you there. So brush up, get better. We're always growing. I'm growing every, I work on my relationship every single day, even though I'm Mr. Provocateur and Mr. Married Game. Right. No, we have to keep it. It's, it's like me and my fitness business. It's, I don't just stop working out. I have to continue to grow and keep working out and staying healthy. Nobody's going to want to train with me or work yeah. with me for my knowledge. If I don't look the way I look and feel the way I feel, because yeah. we, we have to constantly be working on ourselves. So oh, yes, I, I, it's, I love everything you're talking about. I'm so happy you were able to come on the show. We only have a few minutes left. Okay. So the last question I have for you, Keith Yaki, is what does it mean for you to be fearlessly authentic? Fearlessly authentic for me is a question that I ask myself constantly as I'm continuing to evolve. And that is, I was afraid to tell people I did uh, THC marijuana edibles for a long time. And it's not socially acceptable, but I'm like, but this is why I'm so powerful because I connect with my creator. Why would I deny them that? Fearlessly authentic means I'm going to share my point of view, even if you disagree, because I'm not in, I don't care. I know this to be true because I've seen the results of hundreds of men's lives in my world from my teaching, from my coaching. I've seen it and I know it works regardless if you believe it or not, this works. So fearlessly authentic says, I'm going to step into this power. I'm going to step into the spotlight and say, this is what I believe. And there will be bunches of people out there that go, that guy's right. There'll be a bunch of people that go, that guy's crazy. Right. That's what it means to be fearlessly authentic to me. I love that. Thank you for sharing that with us. And thank you for all of your knowledge. I am, I, I can't wait um, for this episode to be out there in the universe. Everybody is listening to it now. And thank you so much for taking the time. How can we get in touch with you? Very simple. Go to marriedgame.com if they want to see deeper videos about this or connect with me on um, Instagram, which is at Keith Yaki. Uh, and that's where, that's where I do a lot more personal type stuff. All right. Wonderful. Thank you so much. And everybody, thank you for listening in today. And so for until the next time I speak to you, I see you, I talk to you, have a fearlessly authentic week. Bye-bye everybody. Thank you for tuning in this week to Fearlessly Authentic. Please listen again next Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition with your host, Jody Harrison Bauer, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and unlock the keys to a more powerful you.